Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Your hosts, Tom and Julie, talk about gardening, homesteading, and connecting with the land at their 10-acre farm in Wisconsin's Driftless Area. It's time to learn, do, grow, and be a little better every day on the Small Scale Life Podcast. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tom. Welcome to my farm journal on uh, 6-16-2022. It's a Friday. It's a beautiful Friday. And I am just, I'm actually on the road, on the road, on the road, on the road. Coming back home. I've been on the road all week. I was down in Indiana helping a new employee, teaching him a few things about what we do and how we do it. And uh, we are, I am zipping along here, just crossed into Wisconsin. I'm in the Driftless area in the Mississippi River Basin. Just crossed over from Wabasha, Minnesota into Nelson, Wisconsin. It's good to be home. Good to be home. I am not quite to Driftless Oaks Farm, but I'm getting close. And uh, it's a gorgeous day. People are out on the river. And it's so nice to be back in Minnesota, or in Wisconsin. Minnesota and Wisconsin. I was just driving through Minnesota. Uh, spent the week in Indiana. It is and southern or and northern Illinois up in Cook County. It was madness. A lot of people, a lot of energy, a lot of chaos. Uh, some decay, actually, a lot of decay. Uh, it was it was something, and um, I, I'm glad I met the new employee and helped him out and uh, spent the week there with him. And I am happy to leave. There is something about getting back to the country. Once I left Chicago, the greater Chicago area, and even though I was in rural Illinois where it's flat as a board, there's something about getting out of there. And uh, especially getting back into the Driftless, getting into Wisconsin, getting into Minnesota, then back into Wisconsin. Something about it. You know, you're out in the country. Uh, you have the river, the Mississippi River, or streams, or lakes got room to breathe. I've seen, since entering the Mississippi River Valley, I think I'm up to 10 eagles. I've seen 10 eagles as I've been driving, and the trip's not done yet. I might see some more. So, man, it's just the night and day difference. Um, The urbanization, the, just what's happened in Chicago, in the Chicago area, Um, in the state of Illinois, it's, it's criminal. And uh, it was really sad. So um, I'm glad I'm out of there. I'm glad I'm back home. I've got a lot to do this weekend. You know, my farm journal is new at Small Scale Life. So what we're what this is all about is uh, I'm going to talk about the week. And um, it, it typically, <laughs> unless I'm traveling, I'm going to be talking about farm stuff and what we've been doing on the farm. So this week, uh, really haven't done anything since the weekend because I've been gone. I left uh, Monday morning. Um, but last weekend was extremely busy, got a lot done, really was focused on, uh, well, we got everything mowed, which was big. And then two, um, I started taking fence down and probably some of you are like, why are you doing that? So we had two pastures, two pens, the white pen and the blue pen, and they both had a hog panel around them. So I removed most like... 90% 90% of the of the panel on the south side of the white pen and open that up. So um, 
so I don't have to weed whip around all the, the hog panel, which is really tough on the, the weed whipper. And uh, it's going to be easier to mow, easier to move snow. I had a pinch point or two that made snow removal difficult, so that's cleared. And then moving the removing the fence near the white or the the blue barn really opens up for future future things. We'll just leave it at that. And then I also removed fence. Um, on the south side of the blue barn down towards the tree line and that needed to be removed it didn't need to be removed but it's just going to help mowing so much and I've got a compost pile a compost and sheep manure pile there that needs to be removed and that's along the uh, kind of in the southeast quadrant of the um, corner of the blue barn so I want to move all that out of there get rid of that and removing that fence is just going to be so much easier um, oh, adding another eagle to the list. That's number 11. I think that's an eagle. We'll see as we get closer. Like it is. It's not... Eh, no, that's a that's a wobbler. Never mind. So we're still at 10. It's a, it's a vulture. <laughs> you can kind of tell as you get closer, they wobble as they fly. Um, so that was a really big deal. And we've got a lot of... We've got a, fence, a lot of fence panels that are in storage now. We'll use those in the future. I'm not worried about it. I want to keep those. And then... Um, the other thing we got done, uh, we had three box elder trees that toppled in our big December storm, and they they crashed into the um, the fence, the perimeter fence of the blue pen, and it's they were overhanging. It was difficult to mow, so I removed those. Uh, my friend Jim came out, and I've said it before: if you're bored and if you need a project, come on out to Driftless Oaks Farm with your chainsaw, and we'll get you cutting wood. So we made short work of that. I used my new Husqvarna 20-inch chainsaw. Oh, man, it's like the Cadillac. It cut through that wood like butter. And uh, Jim brought his Poulon, his 18-inch Poulon. And uh, it sounds dirty. But, yeah, it was a great chainsaw. He got going, and we we made short work of that. So the blue pen is clear. I've got a little bit more um, tree trunks to remove, you know, when it cools down a bit. I'll get back in there and cut the rest of the wood out, and uh, we'll start stacking it over there for future systems and things. So I'm going to have a wood pile over that way. But uh, that was a great project, too. Uh, and then the third project that we started, that I started, um, I was uh, building my wicking tubs. I purchased some, um, some 55-gallon plastic drums and... Uh, two of the drums are cut in half the vertical way, so they're kind of flat and long. And then two others uh, had diamonds cut in them. And so um, the gentleman that I bought them from was using them for uh, like a terrarium. So he would plant inside the barrel with this diamond so he could get his arms in there and work on the soil and work on the plants. But uh, he didn't need them, and he was selling them. I bought them, and I cut them in half with a... uh, the jigsaw and it worked great and I made a wicking bed a wicking tub with it and so I've got like a 30 gallon wicking tub and it's great got some tomatoes and beans beans are companion planted in there and uh, I'm excited to get the rest going then I I went and purchased <laughs> he had some other ones there so I purchased those so I've got I could have like I can have like eight wicking tubs going eight 30 gallon wicking tubs I know we're mid-june and we've got a short season up here 
but we're just getting started. So this is like, this is actually gardening year one. So it takes just time. It just takes time to get all set up. And uh, I took videos. I'll be building a little course on how I built these to show you how I did it. And uh, probably put that on Patreon so you can see it there. Um, but pretty excited about it. And uh, yeah, this is this is what we're doing. So this weekend coming up, got a lot of other plans. Um, got to get back in the front garden and get some stuff done. Um, removing a lot of weeds and, and some of the walls that were built that are falling down. Uh, got to rebuild uh, the rest of the wicking tubs um, and plant those and uh, yeah, finish up mowing and <laughs> it's just a constant cycle. And I got potatoes to plant uh, this week while I was gone. I was in the hotel room, clicked on Amy Dingman's uh, podcast, the Farmer's Kind of Life podcast, their latest episode, and uh, just I sliced up the potatoes. Yes, I know I'm late. But I sliced up the potatoes, and they are ready now. They are ready to be planted, so I'm going to plant those in the uh, in the comfrey garden. So it's just been a busy week. But, uh, yeah, and it, it all goes back to, um, you know, this whole thing, being in Chicago, being in northern Illinois, uh, being in these big urban areas. It's like, oh, my gosh, the pressure, the, the chaos, the, the crime, the craziness going on. Um, my boss was assaulted down in, uh, almost mugged in, in San Antonio, Texas. And, you know, it's, all of these things are fueling a modern day back to the land movement, the 2020s modern day back to the land movement. And my friend Jay and I talked about this on the small scale life podcast this week. So that was posted. Make sure you check that out. Smallscalelife.com or anywhere podcasts are streaming, look for small scale life podcast and you'll find it talking us talking about his big massive gardening project and uh modern day back to the land movement he's also got some really good tips for just getting yourself a little more self-reliant self-sufficient as uh things are really going to tighten up here we're going to see uh we saw a big bump in inflation we're seeing scarcity we might see even um we might see a recession popping i don't know who knows but Get yourself ready. Get yourself prepared. And Jay talked about fuel. He talked about food. He talked about gardening. And we talked about that stuff together. So check that out. Okay, that's long enough. Um, this went a little longer than I expected. But uh, this is my farm journal. So this is this is going to be our, hopefully, our Friday show, end of the week show, uh, kind of gearing you up for the weekend. So have a great weekend. Get a lot done. Uh, I've got off on Monday, but I'm going to be doing some things. And I'll be back real soon. So everybody, actually, I've got a part two with Jay, and then we'll post that next week, and then we'll have another My Farm Journal as uh, as the week rolls around. So that's the plan. All right, everybody, take care. This is Tom from Small Scale Life. Remember to learn, do, grow, be a little better every day. We'll see you real soon. Check out the Small Scale Life podcast on uh, smallscalelife.com or any streaming app out there, almost all of them, except Pandora. They didn't want me. That's okay. I've got a lot of others. Check them out, and we'll talk to you real soon. Take care, everybody. In closing, from the north to the south, from the east to the west, and everywhere in between, may the gods, spirits, and folk be blessed at this place. May we heal the land and protect the soil, animals, and plants. May we live in strength and love, leading the way as we learn, do, grow, and be a little better every day. This is Tom from the Small Scale Life Podcast. We'll be back with another show. In the meantime, stay safe and take care, everybody. 
This has been a production of Small Scale Life Media. Oh, yeah, Barry. Hey, nice job there with that old uh, podcast, you know. I hear you didn't get too many deer there during the old deer season. Well, uh, you know, a couple of my friends and I, we were having a fish fry down there at the Tomorrow River Supper Club. And we were talking about the barometer. You know, if the barometer is over 30, that's when the deer move. But if it's under 30, they don't move so much. You know, you, you got to be watching the barometer and all that good stuff, you know. And, uh, you know, so we're, we're done with the deer seasons. So, uh, you know, it's time to go out there and do some ice fishing, you know. So I think the, uh, you know, getting the Small Scale Life podcast and going out there and doing some ice fishing, that'd be a good time. You know, we got some, uh, we got some brewskis and uh, we'll go down there by Rusty's Backwater Saloon. There's a couple good little holes over there and we'll, uh, you know, we'll go get some fish. All right. Uh, oh, by the way, the fish over at Tomorrow River Supper Club is pretty good. So go down there and check it out. All right, everybody. Take care. Bye. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yes. Oh, love it. Love it. Love it. I love it. Yes. <laughs>